now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Who can take your money? Who can take your money? With a twinkle in their eye. A twinkle in their eye. Take it all away and give it to some other guy. The government. The government. The government can. Tim Hawkins just did a stellar job. This is the song, uh, The Government Can. Oh, I love it. His sense of humor just rocks. Uh, Welcome back to The Kate Daly Show. So happy you're listening in. Man, we hit over 23 million on SoundCloud listens. So amazing. And that's because you, the audience, and I just love that you're sharing the show. And I love that you are going to katedalyradio.com, drop down on the homepage, share the show. And uh, also, I just wanted to mention, get over to jacemedical.com and get, get an antibiotic kit just so you have it, okay? Just in case something bacterial hits, just in case, okay? And uh, and then, of course, um, get your prescriptions ahead because you never know with shortages how that how that works, right? Because that's usually the first thing where people go, my medications. And they'll actually write you ahead for scripts up to a year. That's kind of amazing. You can get ivermectin, all kinds of stuff. Um, go to jacemedical.com, put in the code Kate, okay? And I know that uh, at, least you'll, you, at least you'll have that peace of mind. I like peace of mind. Also, mypillow.com. You know what? I have found that mypillow.com makes a, has great Christmas gifts because when you give the gift of bedding to somebody, they use it every single day, and I love that. But put in the code Kate, okay? And it helps... You stay on the air and it helps the show. And uh, I appreciate you on that. The sheets are amazing. The towels are, are fantastic. Everything's great at my pillow. They just have a knack of, of picking products. Um, so Susan is back with me and we have so much to cover, of course. Um, but where do you where do you want to where do you want to start? And I just have to say again, the Republican Party is pretty much sanctioning Gavin Gruesome Newsom to be part of the debates. And that's kind of ordained. I got you right on that, right? Last segment? Yes. Okay. Yes. They're going to shut down two of the main primary Republicans, but they're going to include Gavin Newsom and DeSantis at the same time on Fox. Hmm. So that just shows you they've got their own agenda Mm -hmm. and they're proceeding accordingly. If eye rolling was a language, I would be able to speak eye roll all day long because of (laughs) this kind of stuff, right? And it's a constant eye roll because we know it. And then when you hear it, it just, this should say volumes to everybody about both parties. Just volumes. Okay. Well, and and I think part of the reason we're in dire straits, Mm -hmm. so there was an article in um, at justthenews.com and referred to in American Thinker. Mm -hmm. And it was about um, a professor by the name of Nick Giordano, he's a political science professor at Suffolk Community College, Mm -hmm. and he gives a civics test, a basic civics literacy test to his students, and that 90% of his students fail because he asks them a very important thing, distinguish these phrases between the United States Constitution and the Russian Constitution, and he has a 90% failure rate. And he said they cannot understand the difference and they don't know the difference. So he gives an example. He says in the Russian Federation, the labor and health, this is an example right from their constitution. In the Russian Federation, the labor and health of people shall be protected. A guaranteed minimum wage and salary shall be established. This is the Russian constitution. State support ensured to the family, maternity, paternity, and childhood 
to disabled persons and the elderly, the system of social services developed state pensions and allowances and other social security guarantees shall be established. This is like the Pelosi dream list. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, they want to call it a fascist government. They want mm-hmm. to call it all these things. And he said so few of them pass because they have honestly been taught that that's what they're entitled to. But he said we have to reeducate them. Mm-hmm. I have to reeducate them that what the Constitution does is protect us from the government. Yeah. That is its role. Mm-hmm. And Part of the problem is literacy regarding the U.S. Constitution has been on the decline for quite a while. Now, in some states, in some states, they really do kind of hit it hard. My state, Utah, is one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, According to a survey conducted by the University of Pennsylvania, only one in six U.S. adults could name any of the branches of government. One One in six? Oh my gosh, That's we thought Baltimore was bad. Are they you don't know me? Baltimore doesn't know the students don't know how to do math or English when they graduate. But this is bad. I mean, this is man on the street ridiculousness bad. And you know what? Most people can't name their mayor. They don't know who their city council is. They don't understand what the role of a county commissioner is. They don't know who the governor is. They don't know they don't know anything about this because we've been training them to just watch Hollywood and watch sports and don't care. And you, everybody should be caring enough to invest in their own freedom. Everybody should. I think the founders thought that we would care more because the tyranny that we escaped from to 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 found this country, if you will, um, was even bigger than what we have now. Now we we have NSA spying and, and all the rest. We have different mechanisms, but we were under the thumb. You couldn't have another religion. You had to stay in your class zone. You could not jump classes. You, station in life. I mean, so many so many tyrannical things. Even almost worse than what we have now. But but I think the founders, when they um, when they finished the Constitution, they thought we would fight for it. They thought we would actually do something about it. But we don't. We just feel like it's something we won. And then eh, we just get to work and go on about our lives. No big deal. Well, and somebody once made the point, and I thought this was a really good one, that uh-huh. people in the peasantry through history, basically there was a government. And sometimes they would come through and take your kids to war or whatever. But for the most part, you were pretty much just left alone mm. to live your life. You were not surveilled like we are now. They they didn't have their thumb on the pulse mm-hmm. of each individual person like they do now. As we could tell from this um, alert today, mm-hmm. that sound made me jump. So I knew it was coming, but it was such a nasty sound. Right. It made me jump, and yeah. it was like fingernails on a blackboard. Well, I think they had their thumb on us, but they didn't have the data on us. It's like they, they have control mechanisms now because they own the data on us. But That's they, a good point. They, they did have, have their thumb on us because you couldn't do much without the approval of the of the royalty or, or the king. And so nowadays, we feel like we have more freedom. It's like a... It's like a feeling. There was a great piece at um, at Fee. Um, I love Fee. I love some of their stuff. And uh, it was it was about the fact that freedom brand versus freedom philosophy. And we happen to be in love with sort of this this brand of freedom, if you will. Like we get emotional and all is good, and we love our country and land of the free, and that's where it stops. And we don't understand how to fight for 
the principles at hand. We we fight more for the emotional feelings of wanting to feel free, but we don't we don't so we love the notion of freedom, but we don't actually fight fight for freedom. It's true. No, we don't. And I don't, I think in part we don't know our rights well enough. Yes. And Bingo. again in contrast with the Russian um the Russians that grant their constitution grants them rights, which, of course, can be taken away, right? Yes, yes. Um, Article 13 of the Russian constitution says ideological diversity shall be recognized. But compare that with our First Amendment, which mm-hmm. acknowledges that the government cannot infringe on people's beliefs. So it's yes. a barrier to the government. Huge overreach. difference. Huge difference way. in philosophy of principle. Oh, Totally different, mm-hmm. completely different. Yeah. And it says, for example, we would assume, okay, the Russian constitution says the state cannot establish a religion, but that's a promise, not an inherent right to religious liberty, which is what we are supposed to have. Yeah, right? that's the, what, the Russians don't say anything game, game from God, and it's your inherent right to have it. Nothing. So everything is given by government. I mean, this is literally like the leftist dream. (laughs) So the leftist dream constitution. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so you remember when Barack Obama said this famous thing, he says, generally, the Constitution is a charter of negative liberties, says what the states can't do to you, says what the federal government can't do to you. But it doesn't say what the state or federal government must do on your behalf. And so what he was saying is our Constitution is flawed, Obama said, because it ties the government's hands, keeping true power to the individual. But that is what the left hates. Obama's flawed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, here is Mussolini's description of fascism. Tell me if this doesn't fit with the left. Okay. Everything in the state, nothing outside the state, nothing against the state. And that Ouch. is that is Ouch. fascism. And yet yeah. it perfectly defines what the left, what the uh, controllers, the censors mm-hmm. want to do. They don't want anything going up against, of course, because... Yeah. What they want is power. Somebody once said what the Democrats um, want the most is Mm -hmm. power. What the Republicans want the most is money. Mm -hmm. And so they are able to help each other all the time. (laughs) You know, what's so funny about that, too, is look at Feinstein and the wealth she accrued as being a uh, senator. I'm pretty sure if you look at the salary, um, it wouldn't equate. Right. So you're looking at almost three hundred million dollars or and Pelosi, same thing. And the problem is, is that we don't see that part of it. So they they've made the messaging and marketing as Republicans are about money. Republicans give more than anyone else, right? Especially them. But what's funny is all these people in office, right and left, accrue gazillions when they're in there and yet point fingers at, at who's profiteering, right? But it's it's funny because those on the left, I swear to you, they end up with more money than sometimes even on the right. Maybe because they're going along with the agendas, right, in office. Maybe because they're, you know, a good boy, you know, oh, you know, you did good today. You went along with our, uh, our agenda 30, but that kind of thing. So you get the little pat on the back and you get the little deals. I don't know because you're doing the bidding. And I say that because it's the leftists and the rhinos that are doing the bidding, right? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So they get the little, they get the little, you're done good, boy. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, part of it is that until Rush Limbaugh came along and explained to us why the uber wealthy on the left loved government, why they just wanted bigger and bigger government, mm-hmm. it's because they put themselves in the loop mm-hmm. of getting having the payments pass through them in some oh, way, yeah. shape, or form, right? Yes. And so that is how they were able to hook themselves to all of these trillions that were in debt now. Mm-hmm. Um, that is in the legacy pockets of some of the most powerful families in America. And they've done it through government and government contracts. Well, why doesn't and it bother us? us? Why doesn't it ever bother us that these people leave with that accrued wealth when the job itself doesn't pay enough to have the accrued wealth? Why are we never questioning this and why aren't politicians just like the same reason that no politician right or left ever challenges the omnibus bill ever they want the omnibus bills there's lots of little gifts and pork and all kinds of stuff in them for everybody that's why because you think well why aren't they challenging that why doesn't somebody create a bill if they're really worth their salt and they're going to go fix america because america's broken we hear that all the time then when they get in they don't do anything about the omnibus bill where you can just stack a bill with everything right same thing that's well, it makes the most sense to me if you think about how do, do your constituents in your area want to pay a couple million for a nice jogging trail? And, of course, you all look at each other and go, not for a couple million. Yeah. But if you can get somebody else in a different district mm-hmm. to vote for it, and then you can vote for their pork in their district. Yes. And then everybody says, you know, hey, Great like point. Nikki Haley said, oh, those weren't my $50,000 drapes in office. Obama paid for those. The federal government paid for those. Well, you allowed it. I mean, yep. it's it, they want to pretend it's a big pretense that yeah. somehow the money doesn't touch scapegoat. them. They're scapegoat it, artists. It's Always have scapegoat. been. That's really what the job me, should it be. It reminds called. me of what Trump said when people came across the border and a huge percentage of the women were being raped. And he said, yeah. there's Mexicans who are raping women. And, and they said, well, you're accusing Mexicans. He goes, well, someone is doing this. Mm-hmm. Someone is doing this to our, our, our yeah. finances in this country. It isn't us. Mm, interesting. Well, um, so lots of I just, lots of gifts and we don't even challenge it. It doesn't even we don't even think like, hey, there's a problem when somebody leaves office with three hundred million dollars and then they they create a lobbying firm like my congressman. You know, they create a lobbying firm and uh, go on this huge ruse that they had to leave office. But, you know, they get into deep state or Romney going into deep state now think tanks that create policy rather than um, be senator because he's so hated. Right. Everybody hates him and he knows it. So he can't run for office. But what does he do? He ends up in the deep state because behind the veil of government that owns the White House. Remember the House of Cards? Who owns the White oh, House yes. is the most important. And uh, so now he's even worse because he'll be creating policy. He'll be creating these things. And he's scarier oh. now. But uh, but l- you know what? Lots of wealth to be had in office. Lots of wealth. And we don't question it as a people. We're so dumb. We don't. <laughs> it doesn't bother us. We're like, oh, you made a $300 million in office? That's super, super for you. No, what, we're, uh, I- we're scruples. I mean, I think it's out of sight, out of mind for us. And just mm-hmm. like some of these furniture expenditures, which go on and on. How, well, 
good Ethan and Allen. Shares don't disappear. So why are we buying three point three billion dollars more well, for empty office buildings? And right? whose relative works at Ethan Allen? <laughs> that works in That's government right. that got the contract. I mean, <gasps> it, it goes deep, people. Deep, deep. We'll be right back. More with Susan Reeve when we come back. And of course, go to KateDallyRadio.com. Support the show. We're the we're the last of the little guys. And uh, be right back, Kate Daly Show. Okay, you're a smart shopper. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm telling you, I'll be 74 in May, and I can't tell you how good I feel. I'm telling you, I've got have my sister on it and her husband and so many different people. It's just what the advertisements say, which is you get more energy. It really is a balance that the body needs because if you just take regular people's diet, uh, there's no way that they get the amount of servings of vegetables and fruits that they need. And so what this does, it assures that you are getting that. It's, it really is. It's a beautiful name, Balance of Nature. And I tell everybody about it. When you got other people recommending it, it's a big thing. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using Hey everybody, last month the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their populations. So central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track well, every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products. Isn't that lovely? Or easily freeze or seize part of or all of your money. So concerned people, <laughs> I hope you're concerned, diversifying their assets. That's what they're doing into physical gold with the help of, of Birch Gold Group. This is the company I trust. This is the one I would tell you to go to. Okay. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, then you should go to Birch Gold too. All you have to do is get their information, text 989898, and text the name Kate. They're going to send you a free info kit on gold. And the easiest way uh, to become a Birch Gold customer, if you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you actually convert that right now into an IRA in gold, and you don't even pay a penny out of pocket. How nice is that? You guys, this is so huge, so important. Please text 989898. Text my name, Kate, okay? Just get the information so I know that you're at least covered with the information from a group of people I trust, okay? Thanks, you guys. Discount code now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. So true. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, Tim Hawkins, I love it. Uh, good on you, Tim Hawkins. Uh, so welcome back. Hey, Daly Show. I've got Susan Reeve with me. It's Research Wednesday, and we're kind of going down uh, the rabbit holes and also really looking at a lot of research. I love that. You know me. I love that. I, I'm, I'm a research hound. I love researching, and so does uh, Susan. So I love that. And Susan, um, coming on back to you, I really appreciate you. Um, how do you want to end? How do you want to end this today? 
Um, I just want people to start noticing, um, for example, there is an article that talks about how there were eight uh, electric buses added to the Jackson, Wyoming, Teton area. They had a fleet of 31 diesel buses. They decided to add eight electric, 100 percent failure rate, 100 percent. 100 percent. Uh, eight, all eight buses have failed completely, are sitting and waiting for parts. The, the company you know that created them has gone bankrupt. They want it to fail. They want it to fail. That's the they, thing people don't get. They want it to. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and they said with they have a great, fantastic supply of natural gas. They want to look at natural gas vehicles. Mm. Um, but instead, they ended up with electric. And if anybody knows about electricity mm-hmm. and, and frigid cold, yeah, it is um, that it, the buses got worse in the cold. They didn't function even worse in the cold until they all failed. You know what? And. I'm sorry. The reason I say it failed, because people might, I don't know, people might not understand that. They they want to parade these around as the answer, even though they're not. They actually take more stuff to do electric cars than than fossil fuels. But what's interesting is they want it to fail because they want us out of our cars and then they make it fail, right? They're they're all on board the failure train because they know they can't support it. They know there's not enough chargers. They know that they can't do it. And then we're forced to go on, on buses because we've given up our cars. That's the idea. That's what they want to do. No, that, that is 100% what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there was another article that said the largest electric vehicle charging station in the world is being powered in Co- Coalinga, California, by diesel generators <laughs> behind, yes, yes, you can't even make that up, 98 charging bays. It's the largest charging station yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, all the superchargers, um, mm-hmm. they said, are being converted to solar. However, right now, they're all being, it's diesel generators. You know what's amazing? You, it's, you know what's amazing to me is how could you not be completely embarrassed at this point to be a liberal in America? <laughs> like, you have King Fraud a lot, okay? You have, who's like a walking cadaver who can't finish a sentence. You've got fake everything. They're pushing fake meat. They're pushing these electric cars, which, by the way, are powered by what? Diesel generators. generators. You've got, I mean, people have to be so embarrassed walking around. Like, I would be ashamed to say I was a liberal at this point. Look at all the nonsense and conspiracies they believe in. Every, at the end of every single decade, we're about to die. At the end of every decade, for seven decades. We, we well, were supposed to be in an ice age in the 1970s. Remember Leonard Nimoy told us we were going to die in 1979. It's like you literally have to be a moron to go, well, I do think in this decade, though, we're going to die. It's like, no, we're not going to die because of climate change. It's like nonsense after nonsense after nonsense. It's insane. Well, they're not the sharpest tools in the shed. I mean, you have people yes. like Al Gore, Mr. Climate, right? Oh, my he doesn't gosh, come Mr. across Wooden. as super smart. <laughs> Yes. He really, he really does. Oh. Somebody, in, somebody in the comments said that behind their Whole Foods, mm-hmm. they had um, replaced uh, a couple of handicap parking spaces actually with a EV charging stations. Of course, but those those generators would kick on in the back of the Whole Foods every time somebody was charging their electric vehicle, diesel generators. I I rest my case. We live in a lunatic world. 
People that are morons are walking around going, I everything I buy at the store is in plastic, but I put it in my cloth bag. And guess what, folks? I'm saving the world. And then you have this nonsense where they're like, I have an electric car because I'm taking care of the environment. But, it, you know, everything electric is really powered by <laughs> diesel. You cannot make this crap up anymore. It's, I, no, I, no. There's not enough no. memes. There's not enough T-shirts. There's just not enough. So... I don't know what to say anymore. Um, it's nonsense. And um, they're still doing it at the end of every decade. Not the beginning, the end. You're going to die. That's, that's <laughs> okay. <true>. Yes. <laughs> Thank you gearing so much. Thank you. Oh, I know, right? Yep. Gearing up. Who are the true My conspiracy place. theorists? Well, they really are the leftists. Kind of funny. Anyway, they really are. Everything they believe in is pokey. Hocus Pocus. Be faithful. Be fearless, everybody. Go to katedallyradio.com. Share the show. Support the show. Thank you so much. And uh, see you here tomorrow with Dinesh D'Souza. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. Kate.